Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church Podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. Well, this week was very interesting. Uh, for the past number of years here in our country, we have outlawed, I mean, we've criminalized anybody praying on a football field. Uh, we've seen lawsuits and we've, we've literally seen coaches, good coaches, fired for going down in the end zone and just kneeling and praying uh, before the ball game. They wouldn't make it a spectacle. Fired for kneeling and praying. Wow. I, I've always said there are no atheists on an airplane that's spiraling going down. Everybody in there is praying and asking for you know, there's, we've had a lot of football players with concussions and broke bones, and we've hauled lots of football players off on stretchers. Whoa. I don't, how many of y'all were watching or aware of that deal? Now, I mean, we saw a crisis like we've never seen on a football field, and immediately the stands full of people, the field full of players, all of them praying, all of them praying, calling out to God. You watched opposing teams who were going to kill each other holding hands. Two quarterbacks on opposite teams holding hands, kneeling, and you could read their lips. You could watch them praying, asking for God's help. You know, the, the sinful nature, the carnal nature does not want God until... Everybody in the world knows God. Everybody in the world will call on God in right time. On that football field this week, we really saw an instant realignment of priorities. We're talking worldwide TV. Y'all realize the whole world watches NFL. And in one second, this all-important ball game was of no concern whatsoever and it was it was a good hour it was a good hour for those of you who were just sitting there staring at that that players were on their knees together praying and then at the end of that time they just all quietly walked off the field and the the cameras and the commentators they're back in their locker rooms in a prayer meeting well it sure put life in perspective doesn't it Sure puts life in perspective. And, and, and there was a realignment of, of who and what is important in life. An entire field full of players and coaches that are all making tens of millions of dollars. All of them standing and watching the people who were the least paid of anybody on that field all trying to save a life. Those players, I don't know if you've ever done this, I do, um, just for amusement, I guess. But I take when I see a signing bonus of $10 million. Now, that football player, you know, he doesn't play on special teams. He doesn't play on defense. He's just on offense, and he's just out there a few plays. Again. So you add up the number of plays that he's on the field, divide that by the amount of money he's making in a year, 
and that player makes more money in one seven-second football play than those paramedics make in a whole year. Now, that's where we value, and that's where America puts our money, except everybody was watching those paramedics trying to bring that guy back to life. It was just a, I don't know, it was a realignment of priorities for the whole world. And I get it, the carnal nature, the sinful nature suppresses God until they need him. And it was a real wake-up call, and it was really, really interesting. Uh, you can just tell your rebellious kids who announce to you they don't even believe in God. Uh, you can just tell them, that's fine, the world knows there's a God. The world knows the power of God. And as you're out here acting like a fool, you need to know you're one heartbeat away from falling on your knees and crying out to God. You're, that's how far you are away. You're one heartbeat because at the right moment, in one heartbeat, there are no atheists. Everybody's seen God. Everybody's seen. It was just real interesting. It was real interesting, a realignment of priorities. And, and it was just once again, Romans 1, everybody knows God. You can't deny God. You suppress the truth. But, buddy, whenever, whenever you need him. And I just, I thought, God, today, I, I want to, I, I want to, before I have to, before I have to, I want to honor you. I just, God, I honor you today. While my heart's still beating, I honor you today, God. I, uh, come on, everybody, just, God, thank you. I honor you today. I call on your name. Everybody in here, just, God, I love you. I thank you. I'm not just going to wait and call on you when my heart stops beating. I thank you, God, and I honor you. I'm grateful to you. I appreciate you. I bless you. I recognize you as Lord of my life. And today, God, while my heart's still beating, I honor you. I'm not going to wait till I'm upside down in a car to call out on your name. I honor you today, God. I honor you. Well, I didn't mean to get into all that. Good grief. Oh, boy. But I tell you, it, it's the truth. You, you just, you're one millisecond away from, you're one millisecond away from God. I need you. I need you. Today, Lord, we as a church, we honor, we honor you. Well, before I start, while I've already, I don't even know where I am. Uh, before I start, I do know that every year, on this day, I encourage you to join me reading the Bible all the way through. Uh, I do every year. And I tell you all the same thing every year. And I've done it for well over 30, maybe 40 years. I've read the Bible through cover to cover. I have a Bible that I don't carry to church. I don't carry it anywhere. I'm never looking for it. It's right there for a whole year by my chair. I buy glasses, three pair for seven dollars and I got one pair that I don't haul all over the house they're right there so I'm not 30 minutes trying to find me. I sit down my cup of coffee and my bible and my glasses are right there it's one of those high dollar bibles that has a ribbon in it and so I just read and I don't know I don't have a formula sometimes I read one chapter sometimes three sometimes six or eight and then I just put my ribbon there and I set it uh, beside my chair and I can tell you I've done it way I've done it 30 plus 40 years I don't know the first week of December I'll be at the last chapter of Revelation I just it just happens 
Do I read it every day? No. Sometimes I'm out of town and I don't take that Bible with me. Sometimes I'm gone. I, when I sit down there in my chair that morning, that's when I read it. I just, I have a hard time with those uh, programs and through the Bible in one year because I get behind by the second week. I'm so far behind I can't ever catch up. So I quit and I'm going to wait till next year and I'll start again. And so I just get, my, I'm, in my deal, I'm never behind. I'm just always right on time. It's just the next chapter. That's what I do. Now, my wife, she's got a through the Bible deal in one year. She did it last year. Loves it. Loves it. I hear, oh, I'm so behind. I got to get caught up. I said, what are you doing today? I'm getting caught up. I'm getting caught up on my Bible. You know, she's always behind me. She's always getting caught up, but it helps her. And they, she's got this deal that explains what she just read. And she's got a deal that pronounces all those words that she can't pronounce. See, I just mumble something and keep on reading. I don't really care how you say it. I could care less. I mean, I just mumble and keep on reading it, and I'm going to get the point of this when I get done with it. But it's important to her that she pronounce it right. Well, she's going to have to have Tara Lee to help her with that, because I sure don't know. So if, if you want a through the Bible deal, get with Terry. Boy, she's high on it. I don't like them at all. If you want to just read with your ribbon, I'll tell you how to do that. All I'm telling you is, let's read the Bible. However you want to do it, get with Terry. She can tell you how to, how to really roll on it. Uh, just read the Bible. Uh, we want to welcome all of you joining us on live stream. I am continually amazed at the numbers that are joining us. We're glad to have you from literally all over the world, foreign countries, thrilled to have you. And I do, I don't ever do this, but I want to thank so many of you who mail in money uh, to help us do what we do in this ministry. All of you who are joining us on live stream, podcast, whatever the outlet is, we are thrilled to have you. We pray God's blessings on you. And just to tell you, Without an appointment, any time of the night or day, if you're in our area, you can drive by this church and you can know your money's being well spent. Seven days a week, this place is full of cars in the parking lots, and we got stuff going on for young people, for folks here all the time. Thank you, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your life, and thank you for helping us make that possible. Well, are y'all excited about this year? 2023, here we are. Want to welcome you to Vision Sunday. Each year, if you are just joining our church for the first time, on this Sunday, we set a course. We set a direction for the year. Uh, we don't get in a car to go on a trip and just push on the gas pedal. If you're going to a destination, then you've got to have a direction. Uh, we want as a church to be somewhere. And oh, I've wallowed in low self-esteem my whole life. I've wallowed in depression my whole life. I've, I've, had, I've been full of hate my whole life. I want to get rid of this. I want to get whatever it is in our life that we want to get out of, that there's a place with God that we want to be. I want to walk in, in more maturity in the Lord. I want to walk closer in his presence. I, I want to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. I, I, whatever it is you want, you've got to have a direction. We don't just wish for it. Let's go there. Let's don't just keep for the last 30 years wishing you could deal with your low self-esteem. Let's go there for crying out loud. What is the direction we need to arrive at that location? Now, looking back, we've talked for this past year about living our daily life in the kingdom of God. 
And we've talked about all year the fact that the kingdom of God is not a geographical place. It's a place inside us, a place inside us where we live in God's presence in peace. Where just whatever you do for a living, if you're a welder, if you're a carpenter, whatever you do, if you're a secretary, whatever it is that you do, that you just, you walk in the presence of God and you live in peace, you live in joy, you, you live blessed. In the midst of all of the storms around us, I'm having a great day. I'm just having a marvelous day. And for a year, we've talked about moving our life in the kingdom of God, in the midst of whatever you're going through, and living in this life, wrong happens to you. That shouldn't happen. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have been treated that way. Wrong happens. Injustices happen. If you're going to play basketball, you're going to get a wrong call. It just goes with playing the game. Wrong calls, injustices, hurts, pains, sorrow, that goes along with living life. In the midst of all that, I'm happy. I'm just having a great day. I'm blessed. I'm in joy. And I'm going to move my life there. I'm tired of this roller coaster of my life being all happy and then all depressed, depending on the last phone call. I'm going to live happy. I'm going to live every day happy. And we, we've been talking about that in 2022, our theme, seeking first the kingdom of God and living our daily life in the kingdom of God. Now, we, we say this, but I want to go over it again. The reason we spend a year with a focus is not to leave it at the end of the year and move on to something else. It is to have spent a year making that front and center to where we work it into our life as a habit. After this being front and center, now it's a habit. Now it's a lifestyle. Now it's the way my thoughts just work. It's a part of me. And I'm just, regardless of whatever happens, I'm having a great day. Thanks for asking. It's wonderful. I'm having a happy day. I'm having a blessed day. Wrong happens. Injustice happens. Hurt, pain, disappointment. That's a part of living life. But I'm going to live in his kingdom. And, buddy, I'm going to enjoy today. I'm having a great day. Jesus came so that my life would not be lived just in a whiplash and jerked around by everybody that does something wrong or says something wrong to me. I'm not lived like that. Life in this world is not jerking me around. We're in this world. We're not of this world. And I'm going to live in the kingdom of God. I'm going to live there. And I can tell you, this past year, I have never been this happy in my whole life. I've never enjoyed a year like I have enjoyed this last year. And it's because I'm moving my life in the kingdom of God. I'm going to live there. I'm going to live there. And circumstances are just not going to steal my joy. I'm not going to wake up, see what happens today, so that I can find out if I'm mad, I'm going to cuss somebody, hit somebody, or if today I'm going to be happy. So I'm not going to look around and, and see what's going to happen to me today. I'm going to get up and say, it's going to be a good day. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my life, and I'm living blessed. And that's what we've been focusing on in 2022. Well, now we're at the end of 2022. I'm not leaving that. I got it. I'm going to live 
in the kingdom of God, now what's my next focus? Living in the kingdom of God, what is my next focus? What is the forefront of my mind? Well, if I'm going to live in God's kingdom, he's the king, I'm going to live in his kingdom. Well, what's the forefront in my mind is how do I please him? If I'm going to live in his house, then I want him happy with me. I sure want him pleased with me. If I'm going to live in God's presence, I don't want him mad at me. I want him pleased with me. So how do I do that? How do I live my life where God is pleased with me? Well, the scripture spells it out plainly for us. Hebrews eleven six. it is impossible to please God without faith. You're not going to pull that off. It is impossible to please God without faith. Four times the Bible tells us, Habakkuk, Romans, Galatians, Hebrews, the just shall live by faith. Now that's us, those that have accepted Jesus. We're justified by him. We are the just. How do we daily live our life? By faith. We live by faith. So as we're seeking first the kingdom of God, as we're living in the kingdom of God, our 2023 theme is live by faith. We're going to live by faith. We're going to live by faith. And this is the Bible's mandate to us on how we're to live. So we're going to follow moving into the kingdom of God to now... We're going to live by faith. Whoa, what a game changer this is going to be. You, just, you start letting your mind go there. This is, going to be a, this is going to be a game changer for us. Faith is not a religious word. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is the way we live in the kingdom of God. Those who are made right with God by Jesus live by faith. Well, how do I live in the midst of all this going on around me? I do so by faith. I'm trusting God. My faith is in him. I'm trusting God. And this life opens the doors for God's hand in our life. And we're going to see that faith is what releases God's movement in our life. God moves on people's faith. This year is going to, I'm telling you, it's going to be a game changer for the members of this church. I'm so excited. Our staff is so excited about 2023 and all that's going to happen in the lives of our people because God is going to move in some areas of your life that you've been praying for for years. And I know that because faith is what moves God. Faith is what moves God. All through the Bible, we see this. We see faith is what moves God mistake is often made in our thinking that God is moved by need. God's not moved by needs. You just look around and you're very aware of that. There are needy people everywhere. Needs, needy people don't move God. It is a looking to God. It's a trusting God. It's a dependency on God. It's a seeking him first. It's a life of faith that moves God. It's a life of faith 
And as we move our lives into faith, we're going to see God move in our life because faith moves God. So as we move into faith, then we're going to see God move in our life. In 1 Timothy chapter four, uh, chapter 1, verse 4, I want you to know this verse. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussions of myths, spiritual pedigrees, and as much of spiritual jargon. These things only lead to meaningless speculations which don't help people live a life of faith in God. Whoa. When I read that, it sure directs the sermons for this year. We're not going to get up here and do a bunch of spiritual jargon. You ever hear pastors preach and scratch your head and say, what the heck is he talking about? And now that I've heard all that, now what does he want me to do with that? We're not going to have people come into this building and we waste their time on spiritual jargon. Endless discussions of spiritual stuff that don't help people live a life of faith in God. Help people live a life of faith in God. That's what we're going to be doing this year. This year is a turning point for us. Our lives worried about the future, afraid of the past catching up with us, living in stress, living in confusion, living emotionally controlled. A life dramatically changes when we begin to live by faith. Faith is a life of trusting God, trusting His will for our lives. Faith has too long been just a religious term. And we use the word faith, my faith, well, my faith, well, my, what faith are you? This year, we're going to identify faith, what it is. We're going to get a working knowledge of faith. We're going to learn and see the power of faith. We're going to learn to release the power of faith in our life. And we're going we're to learn to benefit from a working knowledge of faith. Hebrews 11.1 one. It's going to be a text. It's going to be a guide for us because it tells us faith is assurance. Faith is confidence about things we can't see. And life is just so much more than just our five physical senses. Well, Tim, if I can't see it or touch it or feel it or smell it, I, I, it's just not real. Well, really, that's foolish to say. You walk in a room and you can't touch love, but you can see it everywhere. I mean, you, you walk in a room, you can sense, it's just in the air, anger. Woo! You can sense hate, rage. You can walk in a room and, and sense acceptance. And you're welcome here. See, there's a spiritual dimension to reality that is very, very real that we all understand and know. Peace is very real. And the lack of it is very real. Joy, worry fear, rejectance, acceptance. Those are very real. And faith is a dimension of reality that assures us of what we can't see yet. It's confidence, it's assurance for us while we're holding on for that to be manifest in our life, while we're waiting on that to happen. Oh, Tim, I, I'm just... Uh, that's foolishness, and I can't live by that blind faith stuff. 
Well, uh, th- that's not true because you do so every day. If my life depended on it, I couldn't explain all that's on the dashboard of my truck. I'll sell that truck in several hundred thousand miles from now, and most of the stuff on my dashboard won't have ever been activated. I don't know nothing about all of that, but I just get in it and drive it. I trust what I can't fully explain is going to get me where I'm going. I, I just I trust in that truck. The other day, I had a weird experience. I pulled up to a building, and I put money in a tube, and I stuck it in this, and it just sucked it in that building. I drove off. Whoa. thought, that was weird. I mean, I can't prove that my money's there. I didn't even know where it went. I, I, I can't prove that they're going to give it back to me, but I just drove off, and I have faith, I trust, in a banking system that they're going to do what they said they were going to do. Well, just FYI, I've had a lot of trucks that have left me on the side of the road. I've read history. There's been a lot of bank failures. Fact is, every one of my Westerns bank get robbed. They rob every one of them. This year, we're going to learn to put our confidence and our assurance in God. Because I've read 6,000 years of history, and he had never one time failed. He had never one time failed to see his people through to the goal that he had in mind. We're going to move our trust from these things that are temporary and fail. Well, I just can't do that. We do all the time. But what we're going to do is we're going to move it to something that's solid. Don't don't even act like you can tell me and explain to me how a microwave works, but you use one every day. You just punch two minutes and good grief, whoop, zap, that thing is just boiling hot. We're going to move our faith this year from a microwave to God. We're going to move our faith from a truck. We're going to move our faith from a job, from an economic system. We're going to move our faith from a bank, and we're going to put our faith in a God who's never failed and who is always there. And when we do, go ahead, when we do, when we move our faith and trust from a bank to God, worry's going to leave. Stress, fear, pressure, we're seeking first the kingdom of God, we're living in the kingdom of God, and now we're going to do so by faith. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. They were at the foot of the mountain, and a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures. He suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire, into the water. So I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, how long have I got to put up with you? Just bring the boy here. Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy. It left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Well, afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we do that? Why couldn't we cast out the demon? Verse 20, you don't have enough faith. We we got a problem here. Hey, Houston, we got a problem. Now, these are followers of Jesus. 
These aren't just passerbyers. These are people who have walked away from everything in their life to follow Jesus, but they could not walk in the power that God had given them. They could not access, they could not walk in the power that God had given them. See, God provides power for us. We just can't walk in it. Well, hey, why can't we walk in the power that you've given us? And Jesus says, we've got, got a little faith issue here. It's, it's a faith issue. As this year rolls around, we're going to learn to walk in faith. And as we do, we will see daily that we are accessing the power of God in our daily lives. While you're on the job, while you're doing what you do for a living, while you're out here doing it, whatever it is, we're going to be in a place as we live by faith, as we live by faith, that that power of God that we have, we're going to access that in our city. Woo! It's going to be a good year. This is going to be a good year. Faith is how we live. Life's hard. It just is. There are hurts. There are pains. There's loss. There's disappointment. Friends gossip about you and hurt you deeply. Girlfriends break up with you. It's terrible. Your dog gets run over by a car. Life's not worth living. In the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of that, how do we make it? Well, the just make it by living by faith. That's how they do it. The just live by faith. Well, I'm excited about this year. Your life is going to go to new heights this year. It's a whole new dimension with God. This year, the members of this church are going to learn to trust Him. We're going to learn to depend on Him. We're going to learn to live by faith. 2023, here we come. Y'all stand. Lord, today, we roll up our sleeves and we walk with you. God, our trust is in you. Our confidence, our faith, our, our, our assurance is in you. And Lord, you lead us, you direct us as our faith grows, develops, and matures. As we live the life that you have created us to live in. God, we honor you today and we worship you. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. God bless y'all. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.